Welcome to the Snowboarding Podcast, All I Really Need to Know I Learned from Snowboarding. I'm Chris Rogers. And I'm Nick Alfieri. This is the podcast where myself and Chris talk about all the life lessons we've learned from snowboarding, not just the good ones, but some of the struggles we've had along the way. So please stay tuned for this week's episode. Wow. Wow. I, I can't believe it. Uh, Nick, there's more than 600 listens on our podcast. I'm pretty shocked. I cannot believe that that has actually happened. Big thank you to everyone who has actually listened to me and Chris sit here and talk about snowboarding. This has been a long process for both of us. It started many, many months ago with recording episodes and then actually deleting those episodes. And now here we are. It's really cool. I mean, we've talked about this show for years and then sat down and started recording and it's been a passion project for us and it's just really meaningful to both of us that you guys are interested, that you're listening, that this is something that you want us to do more of. Thank you so much for all the feedback we've gotten in person, all the feedback over emails, all the feedback through Facebook. We're definitely checking all those things and we appreciate every little bit of feedback you guys have given us, every single topic you want us to discuss. It's all so much appreciated. We've got a lot planned out for the next couple of months, but we are very interested in hearing what you want us to continue talking about. We really do want to pull back the curtain and give that little bit of another perspective. And so anything that you want us to cover, we're really enjoying hearing from you and, and hearing what it is you want us to do with this show. Thank you guys so much. We won't keep you waiting any longer. Here's this week's episode. All right. On this week's episode, we are going to be talking about burnout and ways to manage and deal with burnout. Yes, we are. I know that I myself deal with burnout, not on, I would say, a regular basis, but every season I have some parts of the season where I might feel burnt out versus another. I think if you've been teaching for more than a couple of years, you've probably experienced some kind of burnout with this career. It tends to sneak up on all of us in one way or another. Yep. And I always maybe feel a little bit guilty when I have burnout because I'm like, oh, how can I not enjoy this job? It's such a good job. And I really, I really feel that it's, it's something I should enjoy all the time, but sometimes it does feel just like that, like a job. I really relate to that, that quote that if you find a job that you love, you never work a day in your life. And, and I think that's a, it's a pitfall in our, in this career path is that our passions are so closely tied to our work that you can literally work yourself until it's not actually fun to do what you're doing anymore. Yeah, absolutely. I was doing a little bit of Googling on burnout and I just wanted to read this thing that I found online, which I thought was a pretty good summary of what burnout is it says burnout is a state of emotional physical and mental exhaustion it occurs when you feel overwhelmed emotionally drained and unable to meet constant demands as the stress continues you begin to lose the interest and motivation that led you to take on a certain role in the first place burnout reduces productivity saps your energy leaving you feel increasingly helpless hopeless cynical and resentful eventually you may feel like you have nothing more to give and that last line is what really gets me with the burnout is that I feel like I have nothing more to give. And sometimes I wake up in the morning after maybe um, a long stretch of feeling like I'm burned out and I just, it feels, feels so emotionally draining. I don't feel like I have any bit I can, I can give anymore. The gas tank's empty. hundred percent. Yep. I think, so it's kind of cool going into this coming off last week, talking about career options and in all of the different places you can go, right? What's the Dr. Seuss quote? Oh, the places you'll see. Yep. Right. All the different things you can go. Where where will snowboarding take you? And and then looking at the other side of that this week with burnout and and we've all experienced it. It's something that 
we are in a job where we have to give ourselves to our guests, to our trainees, to yeah. our supervisors. Like we give a lot in these roles as, as teachers. I think all teachers, whatever, whatever that is that you're doing, that you're teaching, you're giving something, you're giving your energy, you're giving your time, you're giving your brain power. And it's, we're, I think because it's so closely tied to our passion, it's one where it's really easy to give too much. Yep. I can tell you, that some of the times for me is when I feel like I give too much. And there's certain things I know we wanted to talk about on this podcast, things that help us combat burnout personally. Um, One big thing I noticed for me is food, water, and sleep. If if I'm down on any one of those during a busy period or anything like that, I notice a pretty big impact in the rest of my, the rest of my job. If I'm not getting good sleep, not eating well, and I'm not sleeping well, I normally start to feel burnout pretty easily. So when I start to feel burnout, I start to look at what am I doing in those three areas and how could I make that better? Am I actually taking care of myself? Yeah, I think a lot of times that it's one of those warning signs for burnout is just general fatigue and you know feeling a little bit unwell, feeling a little bit run down. And I think we'll talk about emotional intelligence sometime later in this podcast, but there are some elements here of starting to get to know yourself and being able to recognize those warning signs. When is it? What are the initial symptoms you get that tell you you can you can do something now to to combat burnout? And I think yeah, recognizing that you need sleep, that you need good food, that you need water. I mean, how many times do we at the end of a lesson tell our guests like, "Hey, remember you're at altitude, drink extra water." Yeah. And then we forget to drink extra water. We don't get extra sleep. We go out, you know, there's there's a social tonight and then tomorrow there's this and the next day there's this yeah. and you just constantly are getting just not quite enough sleep that's one of the times that I, d- I definitely feel it and you know i'll be up on the mountain i'll recognize that man my that clinic was not 100 percent today that lesson was not 100 percent today mm-hmm. and a lot of times it's because I, i'm just too far behind on sleep just don't quite have that energy to give yeah sometimes i notice kind of along that line is i have to manage my social interactions because there might be a um, social event on or something like that. And that's, that's another piece I notice is that I've got to manage and I've got to learn to say no to, you know what, I actually just need to catch up on rest and I need to, maybe it's read a book, maybe whatever it is to keep my brain engaged in something else, not just work, but take that rest time to actually, actually recharge a little bit. That's something I actually really admire about you, Nick. I think you're really good, at least better than, than me at saying no. And yeah, and- <laughs> yeah am i oh great (laughs) i have a really hard time saying no to those social engagements even when i know that i need to yeah you know i I don't want to miss out on what's going on at that event and i don't want to you know say no to this guest or i don't want to like let someone down by not not being able to go spend that extra hour and and clinic them on something like i have a really hard time with that saying no you know, it's, it's interesting, and I used to not be that good at it, and I'd say I've gotten much better at it over the years about just saying, nope, not going to do that, and I used to feel a lot of pressure socially to go do things, and I do less of that, and I do think it's because I feel pretty sensitive to those things, and you got to learn what you're sensitive with and what, like you're talking about, your triggers are, and I just know I'm, I'm real sensitive to burnout, and it, it can happen real easy for me, and that social interactions can sometimes drain drain me. So I've got to learn to say no. Yep. I, I just have to. Yep. You know, one of the other big ones for me is is going snowboarding without a uniform on. And yep. there are times where it happens so rarely that it feels like a real treat. But, you know, whether it's a 
a national team uniform, an examiner uniform, your mountains uniform. Like I feel like we are always in uniforms and that yeah. whether or not you're working or not, like maybe you get cut and you're not working that day, but you're still wearing your uniform. There's extra eyes on it. Like there's extra pressure and it's something to put on your free ride clothes and go make a couple of laps or a whole day, but just getting to, to put on incognito mode and go snowboard. It is one of the most vital pieces for me. Yeah, it's, it is good, isn't it? And I think, I think it can keep a little bit of the love alive for what you're doing. And sometimes I notice I feel recharged after going out and getting a day on, on my own and just snowboarding for myself. And that to me ties to the, the learning to say no sometimes with work, you got to learn to say no. Mm -hmm. It's real easy to be with that client like, hey, can we book you for that one more day or those two more days? And you're like, well, that was going to eat up. That was my weekend and I've been working 15 days in a row and I was really going to use that. But I've learned I've got to sometimes say, you know, I'm sorry, I can't I can't work that day. And I had those days scheduled and, and planned off and I'm going to have to take those. Yep. And that's that's another big piece of learning to say no is not just with the social interactions, but with the work so that I can have a day to go ride by myself or chill or do whatever I need to do. Well, and what you, when you think about it, what you've done there is actually make yourself more valuable. A, because you're you're reserving your energy to put out an experience that you truly believe in, right? To be your best, you need that downtime. But also you're telling that guest or that instructor or that ski school that there's a value to your time and that, that it's just as important for you to take the time off, which scarcity drives value right so if you're if you're saying like no i'm sorry <laughs> yeah. i can't i'm not available those two days in a sense your value just went up in two folds there because on the one hand you're creating the ability for your, yourself to give a better lesson and you're also saying not my time is valuable and that time is not available yeah win-win yeah win-win um another thing i find with burnout is i've got to be open and honest about it and the more i try to stuff it down no i'm not feeling burned out i'm not feeling burned out and just push it down, push it down, push it down. It always rears its head and it, all, it always comes back. So I I have some close friends I like to talk to that are also in the industry that I say, hey, you know, I'm really not feeling it and ugh, I, I, I can't do this right now. I'm really struggling to teach this lesson or get motivated to wake up in the mornings to actually go do this. And a lot of times just after talking with people about it and them empathizing with me, I feel a lot better and I, I kind of realize I'm not the only one who goes through this and it can feel so like you're the only person. You go to ski school and you know pe other people are happy to be there. And, oh yeah, I had such a sick lesson today and all I'm thinking about is oh, I, would, I would rather be anywhere else but here right now. Um, talking to people who can understand that feeling I think is an important piece. Do you think it's the same for like people that are more extroverted? Do you think they, they experience it the same way? Because you and I are both a little bit more on the introverted side of things. And I mean, I dip in our toes again and a little bit into the, the emotional intelligence side of things. But you and I both recharge more by a little bit more downtime. And I, I think of those extroverts in the locker room. They come in every morning and they're just like, ah, let's go. Today's going to be great. Yeah. Everything's wonderful. Yeah. And like that's got to have its limits too. Sure. It must. It must. And, and maybe I guess I guess I can't speak super intelligently about it because i guess i don't consider myself an extrovert as much if you're an extrovert let us know send us an email how do you deal with burnout i'd be curious to know if there's a difference that you find with some of your introverted friends versus extroverted friends learned from snowboarding at gmail.com maybe a follow-up episode on on that down the road yep i think that that's pretty good chris for us and those are a few main points that myself and chris do to fight burnout what's on for next week's episode 
Next week's episode, we are going to be talking about reasons that you should do a Southern Hemisphere season. Ah, yes. Uh, myself and Chris are both doing seasons down in New Zealand, and it's been an, a great experience. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to chat about why why we both found ourselves down here and, and what we see as the benefits of doing this and share some of those with our listeners. Great. Awesome. Thanks so much. Uh, please tune in for next week's episode. All I Really Need to Know I Learned from Snowboarding is a podcast by me, Nick Alfieri. And me, Chris Rogers. If you have thoughts on this week's episode, we'd love to hear from you. You can continue the conversation with us and other listeners on our Facebook page. You can also email us questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to discuss at our email address, learnedfromsnowboarding at gmail.com. If you're enjoying our podcast, please subscribe, write a review, and help others find our show. Thanks for listening.